Hi, my name's Stephen Crafty. I'm presenting Talking Design at RMIT University in Melbourne, and I'm here with Dr. Mark Edgars. He's manager of the undergraduate program of the School of Art at RMIT University, which covers seven disciplines. Let me see if I'm right. <laughs> Painting, drawing, sculpture, print, gold, silver, gold and silversmithing, uh, sound and video and ceramics. Fantastic, Stephen. Well done. I just just came to me like that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the program. Thank you. To look after such a diverse group, you've got five hundred odd students, or five, more than five. How do you kind of get your head around something as diverse as that? Yeah. Look, it's a, it's a, it's obviously a big job, uh, but the 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 secret to it is that it's you know it's a school of art, and you know we're 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 about making art. In a, in a studio environment so yeah if you really put it down to those sort of basics about what we're there for with the students um it, it becomes you know you can simplify the job and and really um no matter what the discipline is and no matter what the students are really um are trying to achieve with it with their work it's it re- you know we're really on about making and making making art and making it as well as we can i mean how does it work the whole system if you, if you enroll in painting for instance and you decide after a few months it's not for you can you switch to sound and video or sure. ceramics or see something else that grabs sure. you sure look it's a, it's it's look it's a, it's a Within the School of Art, it's it's always uh, uh, you know in, in we're always developing new ways of um, looking at it. So this year we've just actually started a whole new program, which is a, a vertical studio program. So um, not only um, are students now working with um, students from other year levels, mm-hmm. but they can also work interdisciplinary um, mm-hmm. as well. So so definitely um, this idea of you know what it is to be an artist in, in the contemporary world is something that we you know really tackle tackle and uh and 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 try and really find solutions for students so by the time that they have finished they've really created their own journey through the um through the art school but still you know building skill and 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 if they want specific knowledge in specific areas i mean before we go into your area which i've you i associate you with which is contemporary jewelry yeah. i mean your name comes up with contemporary jewelry you know that area of the arts is so hard and the expectations of students at year at the first year must be phenomenal you know the expectations and then when they graduate it must be quite unsettling or must make people a bit anxious yeah well, as in the students you mean yeah in terms yeah. of getting you know knowing yeah. where to go yeah it looks yeah sure but the, the you know the the journey that they've undertaken um is 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 a really interesting one because they often arrive with with very preconceived uh ideas about what contemporary art is or no concept of what contemporary yeah. art is and um and and you know by the by the time they uh, you know finish um, their third years and a lot of them go on to fourth years and postgraduate studies as well um, they they really have developed a visual language and 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 uh, identifying where that fits into the world and uh, and so I think it's pretty important that um, that that you know that the students just through that journey have are able to articulate through their practice. What, where they fit in the world and uh, and I think we achieve that and I think that gives them a lot of confidence it doesn't have to be anything in particular yeah. you know it could be it could be all sorts of different types of practices that they uh, they um, they engage in and um, and it's not always a practice that um, needs to be 24 7 you know some of them have all variety of ways of working um, mark gold and silversmithing which is part of that program and which you're very closely I identify yeah, you with sure. through your work. Yeah. 
Melbourne is a, a really a strong city for contemporary jewellery. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I Look, mean, it's it's and it's not just in Australia. Mm, no, I mean, it doesn't really occur in Sydney. We have a you know you can go to Amsterdam obviously, which is a centre. Yep. Uh, London not so strong. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's getting right. Getting stronger. Munich, Munich is really strong. strong yep. Why Melbourne? Look, I think I think we've just had a history of um, of having you know initially. Um, a, a lot of the uh, European jewellers, contemporary jewellers, you know, came to Melbourne, and uh, I just think through um, relationships with people, and um, and so I, I think we've had that we've had that luck of um, or, or, or good fortune um, of having um, people uh, you know, visit visit us and impart their knowledge and what the, what what you know what's been happening um, in their part of the world. But I also think that um, you know, RMIT has been instrumental. Um, and being, um, you know, one of the, you know, a, a discipline-specific uh, area of, of gold and silversmithing throughout, you know, since the 1940s. So, how did you, you know, get into it? Um, very interestingly, um, or uninterestingly. No, make it interesting. <laughs> make Mark, it interesting. Or I'll, I'll put the ejector switch on. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, um, I'll um, I'll ham it up as much as I can. Look, the um, I I really didn't have a uh, an art background in um, through through school. Um, I as a work experience did panel beating, and I got really interested in in forming metal. And um, and learnt a lot of skills um, around that, mm-hmm. and um, then um, um, uh, you know transferring that into um, uh, uh, the, the areas of um, object making and jewellery, I think was really um, you know around about that I you know wanted to make rings and and jewellery for people I knew. It was as simple as that. So it was more as a gift, and 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 really based around that skill base that I developed through. Through um, panel beating, through panel beating, yeah, a bit like Tom yeah. Dixon. He yeah. started yeah. panel beating. Yeah. Um, yeah, how do you? I mean, when you made your first ring or object, do you remember what it was and who Ooh. it was for? Yeah, well, it was for a girlfriend, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and um, no, I don't remember what it what it was or what it looked like, but yeah, it certainly. And I remember I did it while I was jackarooing in central Victoria, and um, so there was a little shed that I could work out of, and. Um, and just tinkering along there, and then, then you know, got a real interest in it, and um, enrolled at RMIT as a as a student. After that, yeah. yeah. So you can't remember what it no, looked like. No, I can't, to be honest. No. But it no. must have been pretty good to say, yeah. look, I can actually give this on to someone. Yeah, I, I, I was obviously proud of it. Yes. <laughs> so how do you how would you describe the work? Because you're still practicing yeah, in yeah. between looking after five hundred odd <laughs> students. Yeah. Um, what are you What are you up to yeah. these days in well, terms of you making? Sure, thanks. I um I re- I just um probably are not so um, focused on on jewellery. Um, although I do make it, um, I'm, I'm much more interested in in object based work and uh, and really have um, d- um formulated a practice um, around um very you know, what I would call a craft object practice. So it's an interdisciplinary practice where where aspects of architecture, as, aspects um, of um, of you know, space and time are, are are all part of part of what I do, um, and um, you know my, my latest bodies of work are around. Mm-hmm. I use the rail as a as yeah. a as a metaphor. Yeah, please have a look. Yeah, the rail, the rail. So yes. so a rail rail. You know, in architectural terms, is quite a pro- prosaic. You know, functional, um, um, you know, object. Yeah, thing, yeah, and hanging on to, and uh, and so I'm quite interested in in that 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 conversation between craft and architecture, and how how with craft, I guess there's a commonality between um, between architecture and craft 
that that you could call that they're both useful or could be both both useful. So I'm quite interested in that in that dialogue that that uh, the exchange because obviously a craft object um, can be useful, but it can also be you know about memory and it can also be so if we're looking at playful. a piece, we're, Mark, we're looking at a piece that's uh, like a long yeah, rail, yep. and you've got these little uh, pieces that are kind of. Uh, vessels that are almost uh, welded into yeah, the, yeah, the the rail. To, yeah, so they the pun- punctuate, you know, the rail. Um, so, so in in that idea, um, I'm, I'm really looking at journey. So, yeah, as you walk along the rail, it unravels in, in, in what it can do, what it what it, you know, and then your interaction with it. So, so I I, I guess early on, I, I got quite. Um, I got quite, um, you know, I was uneasy about objects being single, single objects and this sort of subject viewer dichotomy that, yeah. that, 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 that operates. And I, and I was really interested in how we experience, um, craft object. And so I was, so I, I, I guess I saw the rail as a, as a, as a way of, you know, you could journey through, um, a series of objects and, and, and it unravels what they might do and, and, and what you might do with them. So, so, so what might you do? Hang things yeah, from them? Yeah, yeah. And um, I've done um, a series of work called domestic rail. So there's specifically for houses, and and it's it's like when you when you um, you know enter a house, you might have keys and phone, and what do you do with them? And and so so you unravel your you un, uh, empty your pockets as you go along the rail. But it also might hang a painting, or it might be, um, or, or might just do nothing and um, and have a have a, have a, a notion of. Um, of um, the the rail itself being a, being a, a vessel as well, so yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah so and, it, and I mean, you've been doing that that idea for a few years yep, now yep. and really refining yep, that. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, and it, it seems like it's it's never ending too. Um, because what what I also like about it is that you um you um, are engaging with people. Um, you know, like 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 not just because in domestic situations you're in someone's house. And, and working through that, through that, um, what 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 their desires are and what they do um, with objects, and it also, Mark, has quite an industrial feel. Yeah, very yeah. industrial. Yeah, it's I, almost you know found yes, found objects. And yes, yes, and uh, yeah, because I'm I'm very much interested in mechanics, um, um, you know, and 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 making. You know, I love love the notion of making. These are these are handmade, and uh, and uh, I, I value that as a as a as a as an experience and as a methodology, so I really am, am um, very much uh, influenced by the way you build things and put things together, and I do it very carefully, and uh, and you know, I'm very very into that. So, um, but but also um, you know quite like that idea of um, in, in I term myself actually uh, as a, a heuristic mechanic. So Sorry. a heuristic a mechanic. Heuristic mechanic. Yeah. So so one that um, you know um, you know mechanic being. You know, that engineering, you know, quality of of life and uh, and in, in, in ingenuity and finding ways of doing things and heuristic being this idea of trial and error. So so you work, you 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 have an idea, you explore it, um, and and it may lead to the next idea and the one after that. So so I see see that as a uh, as a as a way of working. That's why the rail is quite important for me because. You know, it's not often planned exactly what's going to happen, and uh, and it sort of invents itself. 
as, as, as you go along with it as um, well. Mark, do you work directly with architects or you make the object and then... A bit, a bit, a bit of both, those. yeah, yeah. And, you know, and look, um, you know, my, um, because, uh, you know, the spaces are important to where the objects go. They, they obviously influence um, what it is. And, and I'm, but I'm quite interested in the way the objects affect those spaces as well. So, so it's a two-way sort of um, communication and uh, you know, I actually would love the idea of one day um, developing a rail that um, that the architect responded to, and um, so the building was built around wow. around the rail because uh, it, it's a sort of an interesting. Um, well, they are almost like maquettes yeah. in their own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you could you could easily take it further. The trouble is. Architects like to be the starting point. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I found well, well, yeah, that's that's you know, it's it's cemented into the ground, isn't it? You know, often so. Yes. <laughs> What's the largest piece you've ever done? Yeah, well, um, yeah, around um, in in these domestic yeah. terms, you know, eight meters. You know, that's so they they're quite expansive and uh, and um, and you know, flow through spaces and 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 you know, articulate along. Yeah, quite amazing. Yeah. You've also done smaller pieces that yeah. are just almost for almost like a container yeah you can put individual items in yeah. as well yeah and and, and and there's some examples there of um, jewelry as well um, which which are quite small but they all, all yeah. often use the same um, you know the, the same sort of concepts behind them of you know having some for, some form of function having um, you know housing you know so when I when I make rings I often make little containers with them well, to, looking ha- at one now, to house the rings yeah which is quite beautiful and I've seen those quite recently mm-hmm. now I'm just trying to think it might have been at Craft Victoria yeah maybe have you got yeah. anything at Craft Victoria um, at the moment? or pieces of eight pieces of eight yeah, yes yeah. pieces of eight so it's really you you buy the ring but instead of just getting a little uh, box yeah you know that you throw it's not very valuable yeah. you've actually cre- the box uh, is made of mild steel, yes? They're all made from titanium and niobium, so uh, I specialise in those materials. I'm but quite... it's, in a sense, that container is as important as the ring itself. Sure, sure, yeah. It's, 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 the, it's the house of the, of the ring, because, um, um, you, know, I, I, you know, with jewellery, I'm really quite, quite... Um, in, and why I'm interested in rings is because they attach directly to the body, and um, so I quite like that idea of, of jewellery that uh, that really is about um, wearing it. But you're not always wearing it, so so w- what happens to it when you when you're not wearing it? And um, so I'm, I'm interested in in you know building that that sort of language around it as well. And a bit like the pendant too that's in front of you. The um, this one, yeah, the the idea that um, that um, you know when when it's worn, but but then then I, I've created a situation where where you actually uh, wrap. The cord inside the pendant itself, so so it becomes a container to store oh, to store the, um, the 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 hanging mechanism, um, as well as um, as well as um, you know it, it hangs independently. Itself. So literally, yeah. it's a piece of jewellery when worn, and it's an object when not yeah, worn. Correct. So you can actually admire and enjoy it, yep, yep. irrespective of whether yep. it's on your body or not. Correct. And then, and but the, there's always an issue of usefulness or function with with what I do. I quite you know I like to play with that idea about whether you know it doesn't always actually have to do something specific, but I, I but you know so it can be applied function. Um, 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 uh, and but it's also really I uh, quite quite you know interested in that idea that that um that of usefulness, and I think that's what really engages me with that with that with architecture because I, I think that's one of the things that that really associates craft practice with architecture. That I mean, of- Mark, it's interesting because 
I think you fit really nicely between architecture and jewellery. I mean, you bring the two together. Mm. And it's interesting how many architects... I mean, some really are passionate about contemporary jewellery. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Some have, have never gone into yeah. a gallery before. Yeah. Why? You know, when I see this work, it is architecture as much as it is jewellery. Mm. I mean, is it something that you think's getting, you know, architects a bit resistant to looking at contemporary jewellery for inspiration or...? Oh, gee, I'm not sure if I've um, thought about it in those terms. Um, I, I guess I, I don't see them as, um, the, you know, similar. You know, I see I see function and usefulness as being part, but, look, I think their histories are very different and I, and I think, um, you know, the... Um, the notion of, um, um, or for instance, the notion of, a, of my rail is very, very much different than what it is in an, arch- an architectural yeah. rail, an architectural setting. They're, they're, they're speaking two, two different voices. You exhibit here and overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. where was one of your exhibitions overseas recently? Uh, well, well um, the, um, the the one the one that um, the um, at the Design Museum in London. Um, there was a. There was an exhibition um, called uh, "Unexpected Pleasures." That, um, oh yes, that with was, Susan Conkey. Yeah, c- correct. So it was in Melbourne, and then uh, yeah, that was amazing. Up. Yeah, so absolutely and, amazing. And, and yeah, I do remember your work in that. Yeah, great. And uh, that was um, very much, um, you know, re- a great show because it was really trying to, um, you know, introduce contemporary jewellery to to the you know to the gallery and museum audience in a in a in a very large way, you know. And uh, and I thought, you know, it was you know some of the the people who had never seen contemporary jewellery that were viewing that show. Yeah, I, so, I went several times. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't keep my wife, myself away from it. <laughs> I thought it was amazing. Yeah, well, and it's great. It's great. You know, in yeah. the history of contemporary jewellery is you know quite quite a uh, you know it's 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 a very um, you know despite it's young it's quite developed and um, and you know, like you were saying Melbourne's very very um, central in the yeah. internationally in, in 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 being part of that. And Mark, how do you get excited about new ideas? Is it kind of like just are you thinking already about the next piece sure. once you're working on sure. something like this and you might say, oh, I'll take this further? And yeah. I'll do I mean, how do you tend to work? Yeah, yeah. I'm really interested in the um, idea of how how that the work can... can um, like, like, for instance, the piece I'm working on now is actually a rail, but it's a movable rail. And, and really, really um, around the idea of... Um, look, I'm not even sure what they're called, but the... Um, you know, people who um, need assistance in walking. The, 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 the Zimmer frames. The Zimmer, Zimmer frames. frames. I'm and, not far off one. And, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Zimmer frames. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, I, so, uh, you know, the, the, what, what came for me out of that was that, um, you know, that they need to function as a, as an object, and people put things on them, and yeah. you know, need to hang things. So, I'm developing. You know, the work I'm doing at the moment is a, is a portable, you know, one that moves around. So, it's a movable rail. But, but again, mm-hmm. that notion of function and usefulness. Um, as well, so I'm quite interested in that connection that the the, the 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 subject and the experience of the of the way. So that's what really keeps me going, I think, yeah. in and and that dialogue that you have with people. And how uh, do you find? That. I mean, working with students, I mean, how do you find you know where they're going and how how you know some of the things that excite you when so, you know they come forward with a really new idea? Yeah, well, some of them are amazing. You know, they 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 they're just really. Um, you know, like like you you you're always surprised about how how well they 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 not only have thought about an idea, um, but researched it and, and and then can articulate it and 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 the energy and the enthusiasm obviously that comes comes with mm-hmm. that. But it's very, it's really intriguing that um 
that um, you know, and obviously there are all sorts of students um, um, out there. But they're they're you know they're they're, they're I just what what excites me most about it is when they're really willing to give everything a crack, and um, and and they just go for stuff, you know, and and take risks, and and you know, consequences aren't always. Um, what they thought. What they thought. But in a sense, that's what I think makes Australian design so great, is that sense of, well, look, we'll give it a go. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, we haven't lost anything. Yeah. We've tried. We've mm. done our best. Mm. You know, why not jump in at the deep sure. end? And yeah. I, I think from a lot of the designers I've had on this, this show, it's been very much... Well, we'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah, well, we can't lose. You know, what's yeah. there to lose? Yeah. So, so I think that's really yeah, yeah. the notion of agility. You know, yeah. the, the ability to just you know, if it's not going that way, then then switch it and and work work with it. And um, and um, that's why I like working with um, you know, the materials I work with um, because um, um, you can't you can't make a mess of it. You just can only change it mm. and work work through the idea so it so it goes somewhere else and uh and so you, you you're continually developing and changing things as you go along yeah. with i mean your work's not exactly um you know in this is you know jewelry to be worn some of it is mm. some of it isn't mm. but there seems to be in the last few years this uh trend towards making very precious contemporary jewelry so it has you know diamonds in it or gold in it almost to kind of Broaden the appeal to a wider market. Have yeah. you seen that? It's certainly not in my my area. My, my area of interest. No, and um, and um, it's certainly not what we're probably doing in the art school. Um, yeah. That um, you know, the, the, you know, the va- value comes in many ways, and uh, and so preciousness is what is 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 probably something that um, that that it's in know, the making. It's, rather, yeah, probably, yeah, and, and the ideas and. Uh, <laughs> And you know who it's for, and 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 you know, and the way the way it the, the you know the way it's it's you know it becomes you know for for students when they when they make something and when for when I make something there's there's a reason to do it and um and it's the meaning that comes from that that um that really you know holds holds the piece and gives mm-hmm. the piece the value. Yeah. So what are some of the plans going forward for me or yeah for you yeah for me yeah right um well look um um. Yeah, you know, I I um I, I've I've done a little bit of um work recently in um in robotics and, and working with people with robotics. So I was quite quite interested. Not that I'm um in, interested in that technology as a as a as a, uh, as a as a way of working really, but I'm interested in that technology being able to do things that I can't do um you know physically. And so, you know, robots are a lot stronger than I am. So I can scale things up and work, work, work uh, in, in forming materials uh, like titanium uh, in, 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 you know, lots of larger scale sort of ways. And uh, so that, that's that's something that, you know, but you've got to be very patient and mm-hmm. it's a very slow process. Um, but, yeah, I'm quite interested um, in doing work in, 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 in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, but but also um, you know I, I'm I'm very interested in, the, in you know making by hand as well. So I quite like that dichotomy of, uh, mm. of those the way those two things can talk to each other and uh, and work through that. Yeah, Mark. The other thing I was going to ask you, being across so many disciplines, it must be as a practitioner as well as you know managing all those students, it must be very. Um, difficult to be focused in one area rather than going well look actually I quite like I, why not do ceramics yeah. when I start working ceramics into the steel pieces yeah. that I'm making yeah. you know do you find you have to kind of 
discipline yourself in that way? And- uh, yeah, yes, but then you know it, it offers the um, advantage of being able to do it as well. Yeah. So you know, I have done some work in um, um, ceramics, so I'm, I'm quite. But I, I, I really am pretty focused on on what, what what I do. Yeah, I um, I you know, I, I do explore other other ways of uh, you know, other methodologies. Um, but you know, for, I, I can't not sure I can explain why. But you know, I I really enjoy the materials that I use and the processes that. That, that I that I can and, and 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 I think the development of that is slow. You know, um, I don't get to spend seven days a week on my practice, um, so you know increments become smaller, I guess, um, because of because of that. And uh, um, so, but yeah, I'm now I'm I'm you know I'm quite happy doing what I do. Yeah, Mark, look. Thanks so much for coming no on pleasure. to the program Thanks today. To yeah. um, I have been following your work for a long time. Yeah. Your work is very distinctive. I can almost, you know, I can walk into a gallery or museum and I can say, oh, that's Mark Edgar's mm-hmm. and I know it's yours. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, it's very well defined yeah. and Thanks, there's something, you know, I do love the idea of, you know, don't just get the piece of jewellery; you get the container. Yeah, that's right. Such a bonus. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, thank, <laughs> thanks for thanks for the opportunity, and I look forward to making your walking frame, Stephen. Oh, I, look, it won't be long. <laughs> You've been uh, listening to Mark Edgoose, uh, direct um, uh, Dr. Mark Edgoose from RMIT University, and you've been listening to Stephen Crafty talking design at RMIT University. Thanks so much for listening.